Welcome to Write on Track, a songwriting podcast. Thanks to Tone for tuning in. I'm Demi Michelle Schwartz, and I'm thrilled you're joining me on my songwriting journey. So kick back and relax, don't fall flat, and remember, stay right on track. to Right on Track. I am so honored to be joined by my friend and returning guest to the show. Please welcome Eddie Davis. Wow, I love that introduction. Well, I'm honored. <laughs> I'm honored to be here. Thank you so much for having me back. Of oh, course. your patience level is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so glad you're hopping on again to join me to talk all about graphic design. So to give the listeners a little bit of an overview with your background and experience with this, can you just give a little story or background of how you got into graphic design and what this art means to you? Well, I've always really loved sketching. And, you know, when I was a kid, I used to sketch. In fact, um, they used to have these competitions in the magazines back then for kids in the, in the, in the comic books and things. They have these little ads where you do these little competitions for sketches. And so I would always send those things in, much to my mother's <laughs> dismay. <laughs> uh, but, but anyway, yeah. And they were always, you know, after money. That's, that's, that's the whole point. Um, but, if it's something that you really love to do, then you start looking at advertisements. And for me, it was, you know, it was Coca-Cola and, and Chevrolet with uh, Corvettes and that kind of thing. I would pick the ads apart and try to figure out how they do different things and their use of color and placement. Every little aspect of ads I would look at with no interest really in being a graphic designer as a, and it wasn't, it turns out it wasn't going to be what I did for a living in real life, but it's always been a passion and something I've always done on the side and just didn't really talk about. And now that uh, I've kind of come full circle and now I'm trying to help independent artists with their own projects and get their music in front of folks. Well, part of that is, well, advertising. And uh, all of those skills have now come full circle. Um, but, you know, I've taken a lot of courses over the years and studied a lot of my own and continue to pick apart very high end graphics and collaborate with other designers in the field and share ideas and that kind of thing. I think it's an ongoing learning process. And that's kind of what I hope to talk about a little bit today is it's not as simple as it seems on the surface. You know, when you're going to hire a graphic designer, there are a few things to consider, um, but creativity is the big thing. You know, there's a there's a quote I'd like to share here, uh, if you don't mind, real yeah, quick. Sure. So this is by Edward de Bono, who was, uh, you know, he was a physician, psychologist. So here's the quote. There's no doubt that creativity is the most important human resource of all. Without creativity, there would be no progress and we would be forever repeating the same patterns. Again, Edward de Bono, if, you, if you're not familiar with him, go check it out because he's worth a read. He wrote a couple of really important books, Lateral Thinking, Creativity Step-by-Step, Step, um, The Six Thinking Hats. <laughs> so go check those out. But yeah, that, I think it, it speaks loudly, not just to, um, we're talking about graphics here, but it applies to everything. And I think of Steve Jobs when I think of this quote as well, because without the computer, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing right now. And there was a, a point not that long ago where a computer was just a dream. 
It was just a crazy idea. In fact, they were called crazy when they're creating the first computer in the garage. But that's where we are now. So just imagine graphic design before the computer age. And we're going to talk about utilization of computer but uh, a little bit further into this interview, I think. But yeah, w- without creativity, everything is stifled. We, we would be hand sketching everything. Yeah, I love that. This is so interesting because I think kind of how you touched on a little earlier while you were talking, this can be applied to everything. And as someone who does not do graphic design, but someone who's a songwriter, I think it's the same kind of thing. Like when we're writing songs and getting inspired and feeling creative and all those things, we want to keep pushing through that and growing as individuals and as creatives so we don't keep creating the same song or same artwork over and over and over again. And so I love this quote as well from a musician standpoint. Yeah, I think you've hit the nail on the head there because um, it, it all it does. It also applies to songwriting and, you know, music composition. And there are a few artists out there. Well, I'm not going to name names or, or anything. <laughs> it's not important. <laughs> but there are certain artists. And if you listen to their songwriting, it follows a particular pattern. Every single song yeah. is organized in precisely the same way. I mean, you can even predict the arrangement you can predict the music composition because they instruct their their music composer to do it the same way um so yeah creativity is really 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 important in, in terms of effective graphic design um and you know there's a difference too between i think graphic design that is pretty and pleasing to you because it's your project it's what you want and one that is effective in the marketplace and that's a little scary. You know, you want <laughs> you want a graphic designer that is going to be challenging um, and is going to listen to your ideas, but is not afraid to challenge you. Um, sometimes the worst thing you can do is say, I know exactly what I want. I just need someone to put it together. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you, know you might get exactly what you want, but it might not be what you really need right. for your project. And sometimes you have to listen with a little bit of humility and say, okay, they probably, they probably know better than me. And just remember that when you're dealing with folks, when you're dealing with uh, graphic designers out there, particularly if they've worked with some big clients before they've been there, done that. And they're trying to keep you from making the same, not really a mistake, but you know, the, the uh, little hamster wheel, just spinning a little wheel for no reason, not getting anywhere, but uh, you want your design to be unique, but Okay. So what goes into a good design? What would you think that would be? Are you asking me? Uh Uh-oh. I don't do graphic design. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think the most important thing is to... I mean, you can obviously tell me if I'm wrong, but I think like personally, um, as the artist and songwriter who's looking to get this created, my artwork, I think one of the most important things is really recognizing what the project is for, like whether it be an artwork or a single or um, promotional reasons and recognizing what the vision is and what the intent is and making the artwork both unique while also serving the purpose that it's meant to serve. Absolutely. So it's really important when you're looking for a graphic designer out there to find someone who is willing to sit and really listen to what it is you're you're attempting to do and understanding that um, there's a difference between a particular, an album release or a single release and a a brand piece of artwork, something that's going to push your particular brand or a project. 
you know, if you're working on a particular album project or a series of, of single releases that are all kind of within a common theme, you know, um, Dear Diary, for example, um, that was a project of yours that had a continuous theme. And, though, and so you kind of want to tie the artwork to that entire theme. And, there, and there's a big difference between that and an individual piece of art, an individual uh, graphic that's designed for a single that it's not really tied to anything. It's just something you wanted to do. Maybe it's a cover of another big mainstream artist song, and that is something you're going to do once and once only. But yeah, it, it's really, really important. Um, keep in mind, th there's a few things. You want me to share a few things to kind of look for? Yes. Okay. So there's a few things to kind of look for. We already talked about, you know, make sure that, that the graphic artist you're going to talk to is considering the bigger picture. Not just what you want done right now, this little bitty project, but what's the bigger picture look like? Where are you headed with this? Is it part of a bigger project or is this just a little single? Um, consider costs. You know, it's funny. We have no problem paying a an AC repairman three or four hundred dollars to come out and fix the AC because it's hot in the house. Or <laughs> you, know, you know, a car repair person to pay two thousand dollars because something's wrong with the car. But if a graphic designer is you know seventy five dollars an hour, oh my god, <laughs> you get what you pay for. Um, you get what you get. It, <laughs> it, it's really important to uh, consider what what you're paying for and paying an artist what they're worth. If you want really, really cheap, inexpensive artwork, it's going to have this amateurish look to it more than likely because you're getting someone who doesn't have the skill set or they don't value their services. So that may be a painful pill to swallow, but it's the reality of the situation. Sometimes you can barter with them. And if there's something that you can do for them and they can do for you, sometimes you can do that. It's not very likely with, with musicians though, because you know, they can get all the music they want online for free. Um, it's important to set expectations and not just verbally. You would start with verbally, but uh, it's very important to set expectations right up front between yourself and that artist uh, in terms of, of what it is you want and what the end result should be. And then following that verbal um, discussion, it needs to be in writing. It's really important that it be in writing. Um, okay, so your brand identity is important. You need to set a, a, a brand identity. What, what do you want your logo to look like? What do you want your brand to look like? Um, and that is everything from the graphic design, the you know the the shape of things, right right up to the font and the colors, because colors are very important. You know, someone will, will go online and look for information on something, and they'll come across something that sounds unique, but they don't like the color scheme and the fonts. They will click off of that and go to another website and read the same information because they're comfortable with the colors and the fonts. So that's something to keep in mind. People are, we live in a fast society where people are clicking and moving on at a heartbeat. Okay, so um, those are some really, really important things. Make sure that your designer is cued in on packaging design. You know, is your product packaged in a way that's going to be attractive to others to look at? You know, because I'm one of those people who wants to pick something up and touch it and feel it and check it out. Um, it's important to have, this may not be an easy thing to hear, but it's the reality. <laughs> <laughs> you, 
your graphic designer should have some basic HTML and CSS skills. They need to have some coding skills. Well, why in the world is that important? Because they need to understand how the graphic design that they're creating is going to behave on the website or on a mobile device. If they're not taking those things in consideration, it may not, you may run into some problems in terms of how it behaves on your website, or you may end up making some accommodations to just make it work. Well, after spending a bunch of money, who wants to quote, make it work? <laughs> you know, it should work right out of the bat. Um, layout and design. If you're going to do um, some kind of print material, digital print, or you're going to have a lot of maybe content on your website or content on your back of your CD, then layout and design is really important because that artist needs to understand how the graphics and how the imagery is going to work well with the font and the layout. That's that's really important too. Um, how attention to detail are they? You know, do they look at the little bitty things? And you, you don't need to ask them that. You just need to pay attention <laughs> and look at their previous work and see, are they really attentive to detail? Because the details are what really matter. Um, are they problem solvers? Do they help you work through the problems? Awesome. So much great information. I hope you all were taking notes because that was all fantastic. So I want to talk a little more specifically about artwork for singles or album releases. And so what is your process specifically when you have, let's start with singles because those are more specific. Um, what is your process when an artist says, okay, I'm releasing a single and whether that's part of an album or standalone, what do you do to get your inspiration and start designing that artwork? The first thing to, to decide, is this a single or is this part of a bigger project? If it's part of a bigger project, then it needs to be consistent with the logos, the colors, the fonts, everything that is tied to that larger project, right? If it's a single, now you're free to just be a creative and do something really cool, really unique. Not that your main project isn't cool, but this is this is something this is something new and something fun. It, it's a one-off. Okay. In that situation, we look at if it's a brand new artist, that, that's also something to consider. If this is someone we've worked with before, um, then we have a lot of background. We know a lot about them. If it's a brand new artist, we're going to take a look at their bio. Who are they? Where are they from? What part of the world are they from? What are their influences like? Um, what's on their social media? What's on their website? Folks, we do care and all that does matter because it's a picture of who you are as an artist, okay? Even the music you share is a depiction of who you are as an artist. So we'll look at those things. Um, next, we'll pull up the lyrics to the song and actually read the song and try to get the story. What's the story? What is it the artist is trying to share? Whether it's, you know, something transparent they're just being open about who they are or if it's fiction and they're just you know speaking through the eyes of someone else either way it's important to understand who they are as an artist and what is the message of the song only then can you really start to put together a graphic that makes sense for that song and, and helps to tell the story you know it doesn't help with the if the song is telling one story and the graphic has a whole different theme on the front. It's it's you know it's teasing with a different story. And then when you hear the song, it's like, wait a minute, that that's not what I thought this was going to be. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and that happens a lot with with music covers and book covers. Who, who hasn't picked up a book and looked at the cover and thought, oh, this is going to be cool? And then you get to page two and go, okay, I'm done. 
this is not what I thought this was going to be. <laughs> and that's bad book cover design. And this, it's the same thing we're talking about here. So yeah, we have to kind of dive into all those things. And so it's not, um, you know, it's not a 15 minute uh, process of building a graphic for an artist. And one of the things that, that we do here at Heart of Indie Radio, uh, for those who don't know, we do make graphics for uh, some of our artists and every single one of them is what we call a one-off. I don't allow any of our graphic designers that are four of us. None of us use templates ever, ever. That's, that's taboo. That's a bad, bad word. Everybody starts with a blank temp template and we build these things from the ground up. And some of them could be, you know, five or six layers. Some could be 14 layers. It just depends on the complexity of the artwork that is needed. Uh, and what we're trying to get it to do. Uh, it also depends on whether it is a stationary graphic or it's what we call a motion graphic. You know, it's moving. Something's something's moving in the graphic to get your attention. Sometimes we'll embed a sample of an artist's music in the graphic. And those really great, those, I'll tell you what, um, to me, those graphics gain a lot of traction. I love because, them. Because, you know, when there is, when it's a motion graphic, but it also has built in a sample of the song people stop and take their hand off the mouse and that's kind of the idea you want to get them to stop in their tracks and at least look at it they're always under 30 seconds so you don't need to hold their attention that long but you've got their attention long enough you know to look at the song look at the graphics see the artist see the title get a kind of a feel for what the story is going to be you know what stories in the song um and you get a little sample of the song itself just enough to tease you to go listen to the whole thing mm -hmm. or ideally download the whole thing yes come on folks these things are 99 I cents <laughs> it's not even a cup of coffee <laughs> download the song support these artists yeah i mean streaming services didn't always exist so at one point in time we all bought music on itunes and now nobody wants to do it anymore yeah and before that you had to go down to the record store and oh, buy yeah. the record <laughs> you know and so we've come a long way and from the from, from your fingertips you you can do two things. You can build your own permanent library of music legally, <laughs> and you could support an artist in, in chasing their dreams for, yeah, 99 cents. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's kind of what the direction that we take when we're, when we're building um, a particular graphic. Another thing that we take into consideration as well is, um, and you have to, and that is the taste of the artists themselves, because sometimes you just learn that there's certain, images or imagery, I should say, that particular artists are not particularly fond of um, or colorization that they like or dislike. And while it shouldn't be geared toward the artist, sometimes it has to be. And that comes down to, I know what I want. I just need someone to put it together for me. Um, whereas actually different colorization uh, combinations may be better for their artwork. So it, it's a juggle sometimes between honestly, what the artist really, really wants and what's really, really best for their release. And all you can do is be honest with them and then do whatever it is that they want to do. Um, for the artwork that we do for free for our own website and social media, we make those decisions um, because they're free. They don't cost anything, you know? Yeah, I really like how you brought that up at the end because I'm always mindful of like having opinions and suggestions, but when someone's creating something for me for free, like, I don't think I have really any right to be, like, dictating things because they're doing 
me a little gift or like giving me this for free and so on the other side of that like when I'm like hiring you or like somebody else to do it like I always try to keep in mind like I'm paying for this and so um, I like to have some kind of input but I definitely recognize the balance of having ideas while also knowing that the graphic designer knows way more than me and so I try to keep my suggestions and things that I want to like a minimum just to leave the door open for like 100% creativity while also kind of saying this is sort of the vibe I'm going for. Yeah. I want to share something really quick here so that we don't come across as, as you know, hard to work with. The reason, <laughs> the reason that we, when we're creating artwork for our websites and for our social media for artists, the reason we insist on 100% control of the, cre of the creative process is simple. Our operation is completely charity-based. Everybody that works with us, our entire team, they're all volunteers. Those are resources. And in any business, whether you're talking about money or, any, or anything else, everything's a resource. We have to be mindful of our resources. And so if you allow artists to have a ton of input for a free graphic, <laughs> now you're using it four or five times as much resource from your volunteers because they're going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth just for a free graphic. And that just doesn't make good business sense. It makes better sense to use their incredible skills. They're all certified graphic artists um, to create some really cool graphics. And I think we've done a good job with the majority of those, but that's why we do it. We, we want to create the graphics and move on. Uh, and we always create something that it, we think is really attractive and effective in, in terms of getting uh, the artists recognized out there and getting people to tune in for those shows and listen to their music, you know, check out Spotify and listen to the rest of their music, that kind of thing. But no, it's, it's not a, Hey, we know what's best. We're going to do it our way. No, it's more of <laughs> managing the resources. <laughs> it's managing the resources that we have. Um, and, and recognizing that there's only so many hours in, in the day and there's only four graphic designers and there are hundreds of you guys. So uh, yeah, that we're just trying to balance things. No, completely. 100%. And I agree. Like like I said, um, you guys are all awesome. And you're giving so much of your time to create graphics and do the shows and promote us and everything. So um, I'm always trying to be like super aware and respectful of that. So I want to talk just briefly about promotional graphics specifically, because I'm sure there are certain advertisement kind of things you have to keep in mind while you're creating graphics to really grab someone's attention while promoting a project or something else. And so can you share some specific things you keep in mind while doing these kind of graphics? Well, again, it's back to that particular project. Um, sitting down and being open to advice from your graphic designer and then coming up with a theme for it. Uh, again, back to colorization, style, font, everything goes into that that particular project and it should be consistent throughout the project you know decide up front okay this is going to be a a three song four, four five song ep or whatever uh, and you're going to work your way to that one release at a time and or you know sometimes artists will release one or two singles off the ep and then they'll boom release hey. the entire ep um, that's pretty common well if you release all five why would they buy the, the yeah, EP? yeah exactly <laughs> they've got it already so you want to tease them with a couple of them and that's all part of the strat strategy you know it's important again that your graphic artist understands the music industry a little bit so they understand what it is you're trying to do but more than anything even if they're not from the industry, make sure that they're listening 
and and understand what the bigger project is. But yeah, you need to look at that theme uh, for your promo and make sure that you're promoting it in the in the right way. How's this promo going to be used? Is this going to get dropped in a magazine somewhere, a digital online magazine? Is it just going to be on your CDs? Is it going to be on your website, your social media? Where is it going to live? That's important in terms of creating promo graphics because you've got to consider um, the size. You know, every platform has its own unique size, and they do that by design. You know, they can't work together, God forbid. Um, so <laughs> everyone, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Spotify, everybody has their own design, uh, their own specific requirements for your graphics. And that's also important for your designer to know if they don't know that that's a huge flag that you're going to run into all kinds of problems because they're not going to fit properly. You know, if, when you look at an image, you should see the entire image. If it's cut off, they didn't use the right size graphic template and by template i don't mean template for creating a design i mean just the size you know like three thousand by three thousand etc um those are things important to the design to the process but creating promo graphics you know it's think of it as a huge advertisement what if you were going to release a brand new album to me michelle is releasing a new album next year and she's going to have a million dollar promo behind it <laughs> That record label is going to be all over those graphic artists, you know, to create the absolute best promo possible. And there's more to it than that. You know, there's the posters and the magazine inserts. There's so much that goes into the promotion process. So that's a conversation you need to have with your artists as well. So, okay, they should be asking, okay, you're going to promo a new release. You know, they're going to want to know everything about it. What are we trying to promote here? Is it just a song or are there going to be five songs and an EP? What, what did, what's in the package? so that we can promote it in the right way. We can create teasers in the right way and release, release strategically release information over time that keeps the listeners interested in, and intrigued about what it is that's coming up next. Perfect. Awesome, awesome. This has been great. So I have one more question for you to kind of wrap things up a little bit. So oh, no, shared... here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> you shared <laughs> so much incredible information during our conversation. But just to wrap up, what is the number one thing? Just pick one thing to repeat here at the end for all the artists listening that the artists should keep in mind when they are working with a graphic designer. I think it's striking a balance between the value of the artist and their and their project and the value of the artist, i.e. the graphic designer. Um, pay them what they're worth. You know, don't look for the cheapest deal out there. Go ahead and spend a little money because better graphic designers take a lot of time. They invest a lot of time in getting a really good product for you, whereas a really cheap, lower-priced designer is going to be interested in just numbers. How fast can I crank this out? And get it out to this person. Boom, you got your graphic. Where's my money? And move on. They have no interest in your long-term project. Their interest is just in numbers. Now, get an artist who's going to invest time with you and your project. They're going to cost you a little bit more. But the payoff is tremendous because now they're invested in your project as much as you are. You know, your success is their success. And it's, I think, it, again, it's just a marriage of those values between the artist, the performer, and the artist, the graphic artist. 
perfect. Wow, that was absolutely perfect. Well, Eddie, thank you so much for joining me again. This has been lovely. Can you share with everyone where they can check out all that Heart of Indie does? And also, if any artists listening would like to hire you to do some graphic design, where can they contact you? Well, that's easy. Just go to heartofindyradio at gmail.com. And uh, in the subject line, graphic arts or anything you want to write in that subject line that will get our attention. And and the body of the email, just um, let us know what it is you're looking for, who you are, what your brand is, what you're looking for. We have two different levels of things. We're going to be moving something uh, over shortly. It's called Edward Davis Photography. That's going to be a whole new website designed just for graphic artists. You can you can email me directly if you'd like, and that's just simply edwarddavisphotography at gmail.com, and I'll get your email. No one else will see it. You know, it'll just be me. But uh, yeah, I would love to hear from you and see how we can help you, and we'll send you a quote uh, based on what it is that you're after. But you can you can rest assured that we'll be doing all those things that I've just talked about here today. You know, I'll kind of want to know what the scope of the entire project is and give you some guidance on the entire project and make sure that we're all, you know, on the right foot, so to speak. Okay, and so one more thing I want to go ahead and... (laughs) Plug! (laughs) Shameless plug here. (laughs) We have an incredible project coming up called International Indie Summer 2022. It's a repeat of last year's 2021 concert. So just think about uh, Woodstock, you know, or Monterey... uh, Music Fest, that's what this is. It's an international concert of independent artists from around the world performing their original work, not covers, their original work for you for free. That's right. These artists are not being paid, and you listeners, you're not being charged anything. Why would we do it? Because we can. We're here to help independent artists get their music and their brands in front of listeners in nine countries. So it's a huge part of what we do. Music is really important to all of us here at Hands of Grace, Red Light, Heart of Indie Radio. So you want to check that out. Also, at the same time, now that's going to be coming out July 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. So it's a three-day concert. Okay, so we also have the magazine coming out, Heart of Indie Magazine. That is for indie artists by indie artists. So check that out as well. You can find us everywhere on, on social media at Heart of Indie, all social media pretty much. Except Facebook, we really don't fool with Facebook. But you know, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter constantly, every day. Uh, you can find us on Mixcloud. That's and Spotify, <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> Mixcloud is where you can find all the shows. That's where all the shows live. So you can grab our shows on demand. If you miss one of our radio shows, okay, it's not the end of the world. It's there always. And uh, you know, we just passed the six hundred mark. We have six hundred shows Yay. under our belt. That's a lot of chatter, a lot of music, and a lot of and a lot of work. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Thank you to all you independent artists out there who have participated over the years. We're five years old now. Can you believe that? Awesome. Well, I'm so excited to see what Heart of Indie has coming next. You guys are awesome. I'm so honored to be a featured artist with you guys. I love you all so much. And yeah, thank you again for joining me for another episode. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It was an honor to be here. Looking forward to what you're doing this year and going into 2023. So we'll see you next time. Yeah, for sure. Listeners, thank you so much for listening. And of course, until next time, stay stay right right on on track. track.